find it. <laughs> I don't remember what exactly, what verses it was in. I remember the chapter, but not the verses. <clears throat> okay, okay, I found it. Uh, verses 47 through 56 of Matthew 26. Uh, this is where Jesus is just uh, is being, he's been betrayed. Judas has done gone to the people and paid his price and now he's uh, leading these people to Jesus and he's about to go and kiss Jesus to mark him so that everybody knows that uh, this is the one that they should take. And the Bible says in verse number 47, And while he yet spake, lo, Judas, one of the twelve, came with him, a great multitude with swords and staves from the chief priests and the elders of the people. Now he that betrayed him gave them a sign, saying, Whomsoever I shall kiss, that same as he, hold him fast. And forthwith he came to Jesus and said, Hail, Master, and kissed him. And Jesus said unto him, Friend, wherefore art thou come? Uh, then came they and laid hands on Jesus and took him. And behold, one of them which were with uh, Jesus stretched out his hand and drew his sword and struck a servant of the high priest and smote off his ear. And then said Jesus unto him, Put up again thy sword into his place. For all they that take the sword shall perish with the sword. Thinkest thou that I cannot now pray to my Father, and he shall presently give me more than twelve legions of angels? But how then shall the Scriptures be fulfilled that thus it might be, or that thus it must be? In that same hour said Jesus to the multitudes, Are you come out as against a thief with swords and staves for to take me? I sat daily with you teaching in the temple, and you laid no hold on me. But all this was done that the Scriptures of the prophets might be fulfilled. And then this is the part we'll take our thought from. Then all the disciples forsook him and fled. Uh, we see here Jesus is now being betrayed. Judas has come and he's got all these people following him and uh, he's, got, he's about to send Jesus off to Calvary. And now Jesus is about to die. He's about to go to the cross and suffer a painful, agonizing death. And my friend, I want to say to you tonight that these men that were with Jesus, the disciples, they stood there and watched all of this and they heard everything that was said. They've been with Jesus for the past three and a half years and they've heard the preaching that Jesus has done. They've heard everything that Jesus had to say and I can't imagine, my friend, hearing the words that came from the words of our Savior, hearing the wisdom, the knowledge, the understanding that he had of all of heaven and all of earth. My friend, I want to say to you what a wonderful thing they had back in those days, in the days when they walked with the Lord here on this earth. My friend, I want to say to you tonight that this had to be a very stressing time in their life. But I want to say to you tonight that they did just one thing wrong here. The Bible said that they forsook him and fled. I want to say 
18, I know the Bible said that all this was done, that the scriptures might be fulfilled. But my friend, I want to say to you tonight that I, I, I'm not going to say that I would have been any better. I'm not going to say that I would have done better. I'm not going to say anything like that. I probably would have done the same exact thing that they did. I mean, you got to think at what they were looking at. You got to think about who they were seeing. They seen all these men with all these weapons and swords and pitchforks and they looked like they was coming to take care of a mob. My friend, I want to say to you tonight that these men, they were feared. They, they had fear in their heart. I want to say tonight that these men, why did they forsake Jesus? They forsook Him because of the people that approached. I want to say tonight that you better be careful about who you keep in your life. I want to say to you tonight that you better be careful about who you let to get close to you. My friend, a lot of times it's the very ones that's the closest to us that'll do the most damage. And my friend, it's the very ones that are the most relevant in our lives that'll cause the worst damage. My friend, I want to say to you that those are the ones that'll get you without you even seeing that they're coming. Most people, you can tell when they're dangerous. Most people, you can tell when they got some other kind of plan for you. You can look at them and you can see it all over them. But my friend, the ones that want to get real close to you, they disguise themselves just as Satan did in the Garden of Eden with Eve. My friend, he wanted to get real close. He wanted to get up there. He wanted to get right up next to Eve. And my friend, I want to say to you that that was a major downfall in the human, uh, in the human existence. Be careful about who you let get close to you. They were afraid because of the people that approached. Uh, uh, not only that, but it was the problem that arose. Jesus, my, just like I previously said, He had walked with them three and a half years. They've heard the teachings. They've heard the preaching. They've heard the prophecies. They've heard all the wisdom that Jesus uh, had. And my friend, they've, they, uh, they've taken great counsel from Jesus. They've seen Jesus on the Mount of Transfiguration and all the glorious things that they've seen. And this uh, was the one that they believed to be their King. And my friend, Jesus preached it to them so many times. He preached Calvary but what they were so focused on was the end result uh, that they didn't care to see what was happening right in front of them. Uh, my friend I want to say to you tonight that we get so focused on what's coming down the line uh, that we can't see what's happening right in front of us. Uh, I want to say there's a lot of distractions uh, but my friend I want to say that they, 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 they interpreted things wrong. Jesus said in, uh, that he that the temple would be destroyed and in three days he would raise it up again. He preached that. I can't remember how many times I've seen it in the Bible, but my friend, I want to say that they've heard say that. They've heard him preach that. He's preached Calvary many times before. And my friend, I want to say that they just couldn't believe it. They thought that he was the king. They thought, well, he is the king, but they thought that he was going to be their king then. <clears throat> It was the people that approached the problem that arose and perception that adjured. I got ahead of myself there a little bit. But the perception that adjured, they, they focused so much on what was coming down the line that they couldn't see what was happening right in front of them. So it was the greatest thing that ever could happen. The sacrifice of our Savior. 
to pay the price of atonement for our sin. My friend, I want to say without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sins. My friend, he had to go to Calvary. He told them, I believe it was in John chapter 16, I believe it was, and he said, I must go away. He said, but when I go, he said, I'll send the comforter unto you. My friend, I want to say to you, it was the greatest thing that ever could happen that the Savior go to Calvary and pave the way for us to have access to God. My friend, got to bridge the gap between two worlds. It was the greatest thing that ever could happen and all they cared about all they were worried about was he's going to be our king now. See, we get so selfish. We want our stuff now. <laughs> but what they couldn't see was that Jesus was doing this for the good of all mankind. The whole world. <laughs> Amen. Amen.